Yes, I, I heard so many times from my teachers uh, this saying, and it is sometimes people will forgive you a wrong note, but they will never forgive you if you're not singing from your heart. <laughs> that's so true. that's actually, I think that everybody, every performance should remember why we are doing this. We are doing this because we want to move people and not because we want to show off our perfect technique. <laughs> Today I'm talking to the soprano Annette Liepina. Hi. It's so it's so great to see you again. Yes, you too. <laughs> yeah, the last time I saw you was, or the last time I was there, you were singing so beautifully in your window for me. Yes, I remember. It was such a beautiful moment in this depressing time. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. I have so many... Um, you know, sometimes these memories come up on my Facebook or my um, Instagram stories, and then I remember all the lovely people I met during during the lockdown uh, lockdown times. But I still follow everybody, and I see what everybody's doing, and it's so wonderful to see how this, you know, this time where nobody knew what was happening, and then now I can see how everybody has again found their place and and do things and I was and, and I always watch you as well and see all the wonderful things you are doing and I'm so happy for you really thank you so much <laughs> thank you really <laughs> but um uh, tell me now since we last by since lockdown what what has happened in in your life that uh, is is the what has been the biggest change for you I am a mother now <laughs> Wonderful! Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's. I think the biggest change in my life till now. I, my little baby turned one yeah, uh, two days ago. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wonderful! Yeah. So it was like um, not just the biggest change, but also I had to like learn how to balance uh, work and family and especially being like freelancer artist you always are afraid to be away for the scene for too long and um so i started to sing very early after uh, giving birth which is in europe not so common <laughs> and um yeah it was it was a very hard hustle but i am very glad that i'm starting to find a balance between those two I think this is, I'm so glad you mentioned it because um, actually during the time that I did these pictures in lockdown, a, there was a, um, a mother, uh, also a singer, and she said to me that uh, this is one thing that she also, I mean, she had, her baby was then already two years old, but she said that that's something that you never prepared for, you know, when you when you train and when you have this career and you have all these dreams of how to balance being a singer and being a mum, uh, being a performer and being a mum. It's it's actually very, very hard work. If if it wouldn't be for so much support from my um, family and an in love family, I wouldn't be able to do this. I have to be honest, I have like an army of people that are helping me and still really? sometimes I'm overwhelmed and I think I cannot do this anymore because... There are still so many nights that I am not sleeping and you still have to go to the rehearsal or organize your life or have the concert in the evening. And, and sometimes 
I just don't have enough energy. And then you still have to find somehow energy somewhere to sing. And then you have to find energy to be there for your family. And sometimes it's just not possible. <laughs> and then yeah. I just have to like say, people, um, please help me. I need some some hours for myself. I need to go to sleep. I I need to regenerate or I, I just, just need to take a break for a while. And I think it's okay. Uh, it's just, it's a process, process of learning this. That's yeah. really hard. Which, what, what is too much for me? What, what takes too much away from the family? And what takes too much away from the career? And yeah. everything is always like just trying out <laughs> what, yeah. what, what functions and what doesn't. And sometimes... I think it's not go it's not going to work ever. And then then you try and it works. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but we don't always realize, but I, I always think about it like, you know, from one day to the next, your whole life changes. You know, one day you're pregnant still and you think, Oh, I'm going to do it and I'm going to manage it. And you know, and the next thing you you have a baby in your arms and suddenly Every decision you make, everything you do, it evolves around this little baby, you know. So, yeah, it it must be, and also because you are also in a in a career that it's it's not so. Um, I mean, it's not guaranteed, isn't it? I mean, it's not. You you really have to work, and you really have to look for the opportunities and and take the opportunities. And it's just not about taking those opportunities. It's also about to be prepared to uh, get let down. So oh, yeah. it, because what we always forget is like it's like ten times you go to a uh, ten times you go to an audition and and maybe like nine times you get to no. know. And just this yeah. one yes is that makes your career. And uh, sometimes it's even more than that. And mm -hmm. I sometimes forget how hard it is because you take extra time to go to those auditions or to just like take your chances and and uh, you give the money you you take the nanny or whatever or you organize everything around it and you still have to be prepared to get to know yeah. um, because it's not about how good you are or how bad you are it's sometimes just about the right fit and you never know uh, if it's going to be the right fit or not. And you just have to go and take those chances and hope that it's just going to click. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and, and this, I spoke to a um, director um, of uh, musical theater and he said that casting is not about always about how good a singer you are but it's sometimes about your length or your look or your you know it's it's just all these things that has has to fit you know, have to fit in into the into the, the whole. complete like idea because yeah. because if, like i have idea about uh, this role how it should look or how should it move yeah. even and 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 they like you that uh, but yeah. they see but they see uh, you maybe in different uh, role or even in a different production or or maybe not really for this time in any production but yeah. it doesn't mean you're a bad performer it just means for the ideas they have right now you're not the right fit and sometimes it's just so hard to accept because you're like, but I can change. I can do what you yeah. want. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and it's not even always about that it's just yeah. about who you are and yeah. and sometimes it's exactly what they are like looking for and sometimes it's not and you have to just be okay with it <laughs> mm. but do you think this time uh, during lockdown where you had this I mean, it was an unsure time for everybody. And I can remember you. I remember that when I was there, you were talking about having a Zoom um, lesson with a teacher and you were talking about the support that you had from your teachers. But do you think in that time also, because everything stopped, that it made you look at your career differently? You know, that you that you think, okay, it's okay to stop sometimes. Or it's okay not to have it. I, I think for me, it was more like I started to question myself if if this kind of life is for me to like hustle all the time, to like go and search for those opportunities and, and uh, hope for the best, but not always know. Yeah. And I questioned everything about my career, my singing, and if it was the right fit for me. And I think it was a good time to reflect because in the end, I understood for myself that this is the only thing that actually makes me happy. Mm-hmm. So this is the right fit for me. And this is the right way to live my life because this is how I want it to live. And even even though I came to this conclusion, it was, I think, very good thing to question it, to like, like, yeah. I reflect on it to see what really is that what I want because I saw so many colleagues to give up and and start different careers and and to do different stuff and I was like maybe maybe I should try as well maybe this is not for me maybe maybe yeah let's see and in the end I came to this conclusion that this is actually exactly what I want <laughs> yeah but that's that honesty, you know, that honesty to be really honest with yourself and, and delve and, and look and ask questions and then realize, okay, no, but this is for me. I yeah. think that makes you also um, a better artist for that, you know, that you then realize why you're doing it. Yes, because you have more reassurance from inside. Yeah. Even I think that it actually helped me to deal better with also this this um freelance uh, living to mm. to be also in peace when i have like these peaceful moments when i don't have so many projects uh because every time i'm on the stage i'm just reminding myself i'm being happy uh oh, yeah. just because i am able to do this this mm. is my career that i chose to be not just because i'm good at it but also because i really love to do it mm. And then that that probably also reflects on your performance, you know, that you that you enjoy being in that moment. I really, really hope so. <laughs> it's something I feel myself, but normally people from the outside can tell better. But mm. I, I guess it, it it translates on the stage as well, yeah. But now tell me, where did where did you start singing? Where did you, uh, or, or where originally did you start your music lessons? Um, it's quite a long story, actually. I started very, very young, but not because I was really into professional singing per se. It was like my mom just saw that I loved to sing, and I was singing extremely awfully bad, but really. Oh, right. good. 
<laughs> but since like since like 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 very young age, and see, she sent me to this child uh, uh, school for children, and um, I was two years old actually. Wow! <laughs> so I started to perform when I was two years old with these children uh, together, and just kind of grew up in this kind of environment with the stage and singing. So I kind of knew from the beginning that I want to be a singer. I just didn't know I want to be a classical singer. I thought oh, yeah. I would be like pop, like Christina Aguilera or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I don't have the voice for that. Or maybe it's a blessing because at some point uh, when I was 14, uh, I got to sing my first role in Latvian Opera House uh, with, with this children choir and I got a little bit solo. And then I experienced this this whole new world with with orchestra and and costumes and and dancing and acting and singing together and I was like, this is it! I can do everything mm-hmm. I love in one like uh, discipline, and that's that was like the turning point for me where I choose to start to sing classical training, and then with fifteen I started to. Yeah, my, my classical yeah. training in singing because piano I played since I was six years old, but like like singing, classical singing, I started with 15. Well, you yeah, gave me goosebumps now when you said that you just realized in that moment because how amazing that you, from such a young age, really, that it just they, they kicked in, you know, that you, you they got this feeling that this is what you wanted to do. Yeah, it, it, this was kind of really interesting because every time somebody asked me, what do you want to do? I was like, I I know I'm going to be a singer. I, I was so sure about it. Really? <laughs> and yeah, and they all, all, all the other things were not interesting. The other thing that I loved was cleaning. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I will be cleaning lady. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom always makes fun of me if I have to like play this maid on the stage. She's like, I know oh. you. <laughs> you know, you're, doing, you're cleaning and you're singing. <laughs> Two in one, yeah. <laughs> well, if you're ever bored and you don't have anything to do, you can come and clean for me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really enjoy cleaning. When I really? have to mind, I, I, the first thing I do, I take my uh, vacuum cleaner. And just really? Clean. <laughs> <laughs> my son is like that. I My son even vacuums the vacuum cleaner. And I say... I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that extreme, but I kind of relate. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, this amazing that you knew and that and, and but did you realize what it entailed? Did you realize what the obstacles were and everything that you'll have to do to get there? I had no idea. Really? I just knew I'm going to do it, and. Um, and life actually played a really interesting um, curves in my in my journey because when I started to train classical singing, I realized I'm like compared to other singers that uh, also were 15 at the time actually, were so much technically better than I was, and they had also better training than I had. So I was like kind of unsure if this is for me because I was like, I can sing. I love to sing, but they are so much better. So what should I do? And uh, kind of a, of uh, a chance of, of uh, opportunity. There was that one girl said, you know what? I need to do this. Um, I don't know how, how it's in, in English. It's like um, 
two siblings that, that are kind of separated when there is uh, snow, oh, okay. like yeah. twins, and then they meet in some camp. And then, then, then there was this, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, there was a film about that. Yes, yes. Yeah. And there's also a theater piece. And, and one of the girls who was actually looking a little bit alike, she was like, actually, they're um, casting for my sister. And maybe because you look alike, maybe you want to try it out. And I was 16 at the time. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's see. Mm -hmm. So I started to actually get into theater without any training and kind of realized mm -hmm. I'm really good at it. So mm -hmm. I played this one and um, uh, Snow Queen uh, also and, and uh, also Pippi Langstrumpf. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I started to like playing these children pieces with a with a real artist, with real uh, actors, uh, without any training, and realized I'm actually good at it. And maybe maybe this was what I should supposed to do because I'm apparently not so good in the singing. So maybe let's do the theater. So after I graduated uh, in my music um, uh, gymnasium. I thought, okay, I will try out for, for actors in University of Latvia. And I didn't get in. I, I was like the first in the line that, that, good, uh, that didn't get in. And I was like, okay, so this is also unknown. Yeah. <laughs> so what should I do? And it was very interesting because I knew because I was not a good singer. I mean, I had a voice. I didn't have the technique at the time. Um, I knew I had no chance in music academy in Latvia because they already were reserved, like the free places were reserved for the better people. And I was like, okay, so what shall I do? Because in theater, I didn't get in. And this one is also a no. So what shall I do? Because I know this is what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. So I started to search in Europe where I can study without to pay too much because uh, I my family doesn't have any money. I knew I had to like find a university where I, where it's either free or not so much to pay and where I can like have a job on the side to support myself. So the first one was Denmark. So I went there and I tried out there for singing and I also didn't go in. <laughs> Wow. So, uh, and then I met my singing teacher in Latvia and I did an audition for him. And he was like, do you think you can do anything else in life besides singing? And I was like, no. Then he was like breathing out very calmly. Okay, then we need to work. <laughs> mm. So he was very, very strict from the beginning. And he, he saw that, you know, and I said, there's a lot of work to do. And then he said, you know, you can try Austria or Germany because he had uh, connections uh, here because he did his doctor's degrees here. And then he introduced me to some teachers and I did some auditions. And, and then I came to Vienna. And also here I did like two or three times I did the entrance exam and didn't get in. <laughs> So I was That's just being stubborn, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and the fourth time I got in and and I got also an operetta in at the same time. And I started kind of to study in two different places at the same time. And and my journey started from there. So I was just being stubborn. <laughs> But you know what? That's that's such a great story because sometimes people just give up after the first time or the second time, you know, and and you are proof that it's you you just have to but, but it's sometimes the timing and it's sometimes getting to the right place, isn't it? 
Yes, and also also the right people, the right time. Yeah. Timing, I think, is the more more appropriate thing because sometimes you're just not ready for it, and yeah. and sometimes you're not ready to accept it that you're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. That's why you get frustrated and give up. And more and more in my life, I came to the conclusion that if you want something, you just have to go for it. Yeah. And maybe you will get those no's, but if if it's really something you love to do and you can see from the feedback that you're not really bad, you're actually good. You just need to maybe learn some some skills that you don't have yet, but you have other skills already, then nothing is impossible. Exactly. And I've also thought a lot about how sometimes the no's are a blessing, you know, that it teaches you something or it takes you to on a different route or it just makes you think a little bit more and um it's it's difficult in the moment but sometimes it's it's really a blessing to have them the nose yes Mm. yes i agree i agree but now um so you were actually very uh, comfortable on stage so performing is 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 your absolute strong point (laughs) exactly my mom always told me Aneta your talent is not to sing or act or dance it's not your talent your talent is to be on the stage and to take the people that like draw people amazing but yeah but that's what (laughs) and and that's what it's all about but I remember also you you were very confident when I asked you to sing in the window and it was just not a problem for you you were there and I was filming and and you were uh, totally comfortable doing that that was amazing Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I guess it also comes from my childhood because my mom, when I started to sing, she she made me perform like to every family gathering. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I had a lot of practice. <laughs> yeah, but that's you know that's that's the great part of it that that you have this practice because I think it's more intimidating singing for one person than to sing for a crowd. You know, because yeah. it's very much one to one. Yeah, it's more personal. Exactly. Yeah, and I, and and maybe sometimes we we well maybe as performers, you know, you think, oh, it's the technique and it's this and it's this and I'm not perfect yet, but actually, it's the audience. The audience are there because they want to be to see you or to hear you or you know and to get the feeling and to be entertained. So it's. I don't think it's always just about the the technical side of things. Of course, the technical side makes it for you easier to sing, but um, but you know, I think there's this fine line where it's you know where you you if it's too perfect, also it's not good. Yes, I I heard so many times from my teachers mm-hmm. uh, this saying, and it is sometimes people will forgive you a wrong note. But they will never forgive you if you're not singing from your heart. (laughs) So that's actually, I think that everybody, every performance should remember why we are doing this. We are doing this because we want to move people and not because we want to show off our perfect technique. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And and many, many artists say this, you know, that it's, um, and it's also that vulnerability when when you do make a mistake. It's almost as if the audience have been more compassion, you know. <laughs> Sometimes, yes, yeah. Yeah. yes, but but it depends on the mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. 
But now, um, so what, uh, what are you busy with at the moment? I am doing Operette Dollar Princessin right now, rehearsals. Um, there's going to be two shows end of November in Straßhof uh, with our Operette Ensemble. I'm doing very fun role called Olga, a Russian um, chansonette. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's very fun because it's more about act acting and less about singing and I really enjoy it because I can show a little bit this side of me in this piece. Oh, yeah. I can imagine, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And after this, I have, um, in the beginning of December, I'm singing Sansas Oratorium in uh, Kloster Neuburg Killing and in Grenzing with this Kloster Neuburg Stadtchor and big orchestra. Oh, wow. Mm. It's it's a wonderful piece from Sensos. It's such a beautiful uh, oratorium. It's a uh, it's really 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 a lot of work, but I think it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> but how amazing that you have these two things uh, side by side. You know, the one way it's really about the singing and the music, and the other is more about the acting. So you is so versatile to be able to do that. Thank you. I love it. I love it actually because in one I can just enjoy this acting yeah. side and dancing and being like a performer and in the other I can enjoy to perform with the voice to, to give the feeling through the voice and these side by side actually make me balanced kind of again. And tell me your baby do uh can she uh, is it a a, a girl? It's a boy. It's a boy. Can yeah. he um can he uh sort of recognize you when you sing? Is it, it do you sing for him? I sing for him a lot. It's really? but it's very, very funny that uh when I start to sing classical music, uh, if 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 the pianist is at home, he's feeling comfortable. Yeah. Uh, or if there's like just just um I take him sometimes to rehearsals if it's orchestra and I'm singing he loves it but if I start to warm up he hates it really? he, starts, <laughs> he starts to cry and he's just he just don't want to hear it or sometimes when I practice he hates that as well so I think sometimes maybe this this practicing side he hates and the performer <laughs> side he loves like his mama <laughs> yeah maybe he feels it <laughs> yeah maybe he's maybe he's going to be an impatient little boy i he don't know to, yeah he wants to skip the the uh, practicing part he wants to do the the real thing yes he hates it when i practice it's very funny that's it's so interesting yeah that's so sweet actually that from such a young age that they already show this these you know preferences yes music yeah yeah but now um tell me what are the wish now for you for the future i just want to sing more projects where i can um be on the stage and act because i i kind of understood recently for myself that i love that even more than anything else just just everything together to be in one piece and and perform as a role and do this from the beginning to the end to show how the person is changing in in a in a piece so i really really hope i will get more these kind of um uh, projects and I hope that, uh, yeah, that I will find even better balance for 
both sides of my life right now. Although I have to say I'm very content and happy right now. I I am very, very in a good place and I really hope that this feeling continues. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's it's you know it's a big transition having a baby and and um I think the first two or three years it's also it's always a bit more challenging. And then of course the teenage years comes and then but luckily you'll be prepared by then. <laughs> I hope so, but that you're probably never prepared enough because no. <laughs> your own children are normally uh, different than the others because they know exactly which buttons to push. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, after you've had, if after you've had teenagers, it's like just you think, bring it on. I can face anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've done, I've done that, so you can throw anything at me. Um, uh. But anyway, so, but do you enjoy uh, operator specifically? I think yes. I, uh, and actually what what's happening right now after having a baby, um, hormones change and the voice changes. So my oh. voice actually got a little bit bigger, a little bit different. So I kind of need to learn to maneuver this new kind of voice. And I'm doing oh. like change from this light uh, soprano to this a uh, little bit more lyrical soprano. So it's also a very interesting period of time for me because I kind of need to audition for different kind of roles that I sang till now. And uh, it's very exciting. I really hope it, it goes up and, and, and these opportunities come more and more because this new role profile that is coming to me is actually that um, was in my heart from the beginning and uh, not really yet in my voice. And right now my voice is staying there but my heart was already <laughs> oh really but did you know before that this is going to happen or was it just by coincidence I kind of knew and hoped <laughs> because oh, okay. I knew that every singer's voice changes after pregnancy um uh, and it can go either way you never know but maybe because my heart was already there I kind of hoped that it was going to go in this direction oh, okay. and I'm very glad and thankful that actually did that it yeah. went more lyrical and more in the body and more in the direction where I can do this role change that I actually really really looking forward to <laughs> but I think if the heart if your heart is already there then it's it's done but you should follow <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely think so. It's it's always it should rather be that way than the other way around. Yeah. But you know, I um I spoke to a ballet dancer who said to me, um, we also spoke about ballet, you know, being a ballet dancer and being a mum and so on. And she said sometimes she enjoys this, you know, being on stage and and uh, you know, doing her work and then it's that moment then when when she took a bow and then came up and and you know and then suddenly think hey I'm a mum and then suddenly you know like it's this this moment then suddenly back to reality hey I'm a mum you know I'm yeah. somebody else there so um yeah so it's good that you have also a life outside motherhood you know that you can get fulfillment and enjoy yourself and I think that is also very important. 
Yes, yes, I think so too. I think that is actually one side of my life that kept me sane in the beginnings uh, of the motherhood <laughs> because yeah. I had a very, very hard uh, labor and, and the first months were very hard for me. But uh, yeah, the music and the stage actually kept me kind of sane. <laughs> so oh, I am wonderful. very grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's wonderful. But tell me, Annette, um, what would your advice be for your younger self? Mm. The advice that I wanted to give myself is the one that I would probably ever, never would have taken because I know myself. I'm too impatient. But be more patient. <laughs> oh, really? And it's very yeah. fun, funny because it's always the same thing that my teacher told me and, and everyone around me. But at the same time, I think more than patience, I needed a little bit more peace. As mm -hmm. like this inner peace, like this, this uh, feeling that everything is going to happen how it should. And don't rush things just because you think that otherwise you will lose something because I think I think the inner peace and this this trust that everything will fall into place is very very important and just not to forget it in the hard moments yeah I think that's um I mean that's that's, that's so important but it's also not always easy because like you say you 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 if you are driven, then you you always think oh I should be doing this or this should be happening now and actually, like we said before, things have their time. Yes. Mm. And and sometimes I regret some very important auditions that got me like a nose. Mm. Not because I, I did them, but because I did them so early. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. And, and I don't know if, if uh, life has it for me that they are going to come back to me again or not. So we'll see how the life turns out. But uh, there are some things that I think I did too early in my life just mm. because I was yeah, driven and I, I really was impatient. <laughs> well, that was the learning curve. Just yeah. see it that way, yeah. But Annette, this was so great talking to you again. Thank and you so much thank for you. thinking of me and, and asking oh. me to do I, I always now I always follow you and and um uh, uh Stefan your husband yeah and uh, it was so such a lovely I still the, the photograph that you have in the window where you the both of you uh were so lovely and cuddly mm -hmm. with each other this is so uh, wonderful and um but yeah um I hope that we can see each other in person again soon that would be really lovely. I'm yeah. very happy to see what you're doing, your work and everything that you do for artists. Really, Thank really grateful for that as well, because it's it's it make it makes an impact, I think. So you're doing really a good thing there. Thank you very much. It means a lot to me that you say that. No, it, it's just what I see. And I'm really grateful for that as well. <laughs> Thank you very much. Annette, have a lovely day and um, a special hug to your little baby boy. And Thank you. give my regards to Stefan. 
I will. Thank you so much. Have a okay. nice day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.